0: Welcome to Raising the New Earth. I'm Brooke. And I'm Noah. We are both mothers and holistic nutritionists, health coaches here to share our experiences and engage in new perspectives in health, food, nature, consciousness, and spirituality, all through the greater lens of motherhood. This podcast is here to call us to higher levels of consciousness and tap into a greater potential for ourselves, our children, and humanity as a whole. We explore the role we can individually and collectively play to birth, nourish, and co-create a more beautiful world. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another solo episode by yours truly, a bite-sized episode on Raising the New Earth podcast. I am your host, Noah Dory. And today, I want to do a bite-size on the topic of ADHD, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Uh, It's important for me to share with you that as a mental health nutritionist, I've seen hundreds and hundreds of cases of uh, young adults, teens, and adults ages 12 to 30 suffer from anything from ADD, ADHD, uh, bipolar, severe cases of PTSD, uh, dyslexia, and so on and so forth, uh, autism on a day-to-day basis, and I've noticed something that really bothered me. I've noticed that the approach to those clients that were so desperately in need of our help was very symptomatic. And so it was always, what are the symptoms? And here is what we think you should do. There was no attention to uh, a systematic pattern that that individual was engaged in. there was lack of attention to the nutrition and how it can contribute or um, help the the removal of the root cause of what have what has caused those mental illness, and so I decided to do a quick um, bite sized episode for those of you who seek more knowledge and tools for um, specifically ADHD. So just to give you. Um, Just to give you an an overlay of what I see as an integrative uh, medical practitioner, a future integrative medical practitioner and a current current nutritionist and health coach, um, I look at the modern integrative medicine as something to be redefined through the concept of human potential rather than the dysfunction the disease the what is not currently working this on its own implies that we need another set of parameters to evaluate the full range of health again so it's not about treating the symptoms is is helping the human being as a whole to look at this picture step back and giving that person the tools to change what it is that needs to be changed the fundamental focus of medicine on seeking to identify what is wrong is then shifted towards the interest of what can be done to bring that individual to their full potentiality. That's what this is about. The Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, uh, the fifth edition, or in short DSM-5, was the product of more than 10 years of effort by hundreds and hundreds of international experts in all aspects of mental health. And so they, the DSM-5 offers a diagnosis criteria, but the DSM-5 does not explain the root cause of these challenges, mental health challenges in particular. And with the advanced state of brain research today, it is easy to think that we're arming ourselves with knowledge about how to best care for our precious brains and minds. But do we really? Do we really see a lot of psychologists and, and and psychiatric teams approach the root cause and not the symptoms? Very few, far in between. So it is essential. Incent- it, it is then essential to emphasize that you are not the problem. You are not causing this. You are not the problem. The problem is a different problem. And once we get to the root cause of the problem, then we apply a certain set of tools in order to bring that individual back to uh, his or her homeostasis. So it is, it is also important to understand that toxic heavy metals um, have a lot to do with um, mental challenges. And those toxic heavy metals can be found in caffeine, any solvents, fragrances, perfumes, uh, cologne, air fresheners, uh, air plugins, scented candles, MSG, DDT, uh, any petrochemicals, radiance, plastic, and so much more. And those heavy metals can actually damage neurons and 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 interfere with sending of signals to the brain. And so when we talk about ADHD, we talk about attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. It is important to understand that it is not genetic or gut related. It's also not an issue of a deficit in attention, but rather a regulation issue. Uh, We also see that people that have ADHD also lack dopamine and finding it hard to fall asleep. Uh, I came across... um, A few colleagues of mine that suggested that a new name is needed, and Dave is the name that they wanted to replace the ADHD with. And Dave, the D will stand for dopamine, A for attention, V for variability, and E for uh, executive dysfunction. So none of the popular explanations really address the true underlying cause of. Attentional focus, hyperactivity, impulsivity, or even executive function or self-regulation issues. What really causes um, ADHD, from my experience, is mercury and aluminum settling in the brain's cerebral midline canal. Which this is the canal that divides the brain's left hemisphere from the right, along with some other metals scattered in other areas of the brain. So, it is the same cause as. Uh, or at least at least partial cause as autism, but in ADHD, the ratio of, um, is a little bit more aluminum and a little less mercury. So what happens is when these metals take up residence in the midline canal, they block internal communications with the brain. And as a result, the brain must adapt. And electrical uh, pulses then need to find new paths traveling on neurons that wouldn't normally uh, be used for talking, listening, and other forms of action and communication. This is why you often see a child with ADHD behaving in one manner um, when you're asking them to behave in a completely different uh, manner. So these evolving domestic chemicals that children are up against in today's world are triggering, and those are also the, uh, the causes of, of why the symptoms and the condition uh, is worsened. Um, a particular psychiatrist that I absolutely love, his name is Daniel Amen. Um, and if you follow him, follow um, his blog, I think it's uh, Amen Clinics dot org, I believe, but you can look him up. I love his approach. He actually has um, he has a test offered on his website where you can uh, see which uh, which type of depression, which type of uh, mental health you as the individual um, are being challenged with. And he is one of the few psychiatrists that I have seen that actually recommends nutrition as part of the protocol, and as a nutritionist, I can really appreciate it. Knowing that that ninety to ninety-five percent of our serotonin, which is our happiness hormone, reside in the gut, and seeing the hundreds of cases that I have been seeing with mental um, health uh, clients and their poor nutrition, and knowing that this aspect on its own can help someone's mood, can help elevate it elevate someone's mood it's it's a really powerful tool to be used. And so I often have my clients try an elimination diet for a few weeks uh, if we're talking about a child I do it for one or two weeks and the first two things that I have them remove from their diet is gluten uh, there are actually a few things. there's uh, gluten corn, uh, any processed corn, corn syrup, dairy, um any soy sweeteners and artificial dyes that's the first few things that i have them remove from their diet um and i do believe that the em- elimination diet paired with um heavy metal detoxification and supplements um is is a winner so what i have parents do if this is a child we're talking about is taking away their phone or any devices hours before bedtime and have them follow that advice um, themselves for better sleep. That's the first thing that I do. As for supplements at the mental health facility, uh, we used to give them omega-3 fatty acids, EPA, DHA, with higher dosages of EPA for brain health, focus, and mood. this is this was one of the first, and it's also anti-inflammatory. So this is one of the first things we we gave our clients. Um, phosphatidylserine uh, is also something that we gave the clients. It's it's a fatty substance that protects nerve cells in the brain and um, enables them to communicate with each other. And it's found to be very helpful with ADD ADHD. Also, something that I have my clients do is check their magnesium levels. Magnesium is an amazing relaxer and and, uh, nerve calmer. And uh, I have many of my clients try out, you know, magnesium after um, checking their magnesium level and they see big changes with that. Again, quality supplement is in need. Um. And one last thing that I do have them check is checking their um, ferritin levels, their iron storage level. So the fer- a low ferritin doesn't mean that someone is anemic. It just means that the iron storage level is running low. So they're approaching anemia. So it's important to know that if you see that there's low ferritin level, and again, this is done via blood work with your PCP, primary care physician or other practitioner of choice, if you see the ferritin low, that could cause, that on its own can cause fatigue and anxiousness, et cetera, et cetera. So these are the few things that I do with my own clients. So it's important to try to remove, um, the heavy metals as, as, as much as we can, uh, remove the trigger foods, the inflammatory food, uh, dairy and wheat are the first ones that have got to go. Anything with artificial dyes, there, there are kids and adults that are more susceptible to a neurological disorder than others. And so anything that you see that has uh, natural flavors, artificial dyes, just, you know, turn the the package or turn the bottle, whatever it is that you make sure that there's none there. Scented candles, uh, air fresheners, all of those things. Try to replace them with essential oils. Colognes and perfumes are just packed with heavy metals. And so again, if you have a member of your family that is really susceptible to those things and you see a change of behavior, taking it out for a few weeks and notice a difference in, in that family member's behavior is gonna be crucial. Because again, you are not the problem. It's everything that your body has been Soaking up with unintentionally is the problem, is the cause. And so removing that from the equation will allow you to be your own doctor and try, track and see, see if that improves the uh, the function, the behavior, the cognitive function of that individual. So I hope this helps. Uh, that was a quick uh, bite-sized uh, information about ADHD. And again, consult with your um, chosen physician on anything that you're about to take or any questions that you may have. Have a great day and I'll see you all next week. Bye. Have a wonderful day, wonderful Set week, away. and we will talk with you soon. Settle down your trouble. Let the morning breeze caress your desire Every night And my dreams are hopeful Future life invites our worlds to collide